Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you, Father, for the opportunity to be gathered here and to have fellowship. Your word says, where two or three people are gathered in your name, you are there with them. As we are gathered here, we are not gathered unto any man, but we are gathered in your name and for your glory. We pray, Lord, that you will speak to us this time that we spend here. Lord, that you will touch us, transform us. Let your power be present to heal and to deliver and to answer every question. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Right, so pursuing your dream. this one as the anchor scripture or the story of joseph genesis chapter 37 verse 5 to 8 the bible says now joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more so he said to them please hear this dream which i have dreamed there we were binding sheaves in the field then behold my shelf arose and also stood upright and indeed the sheaves stood all around and bowed down to my sheep and his brothers said to him shall you indeed reign over us or shall you indeed have dominion over us so they hated him even more for his dream for his dreams and for his words amen So the beginning of the year, many of us set objectives, many of us set plans, and we had visions, we had dreams, we had things that we're expecting to come through for us, things that we're expecting God to do for us. But as the year comes to an end, we we, we want to measure ourselves against the dream that we set, against the objective, against the plan, and, and whatever God laid on our heart to do. And we see that sometimes we we are so far from the dream. Or sometimes we did not stay in line. We were not consistent following the dream. And so what happens most of the times is that we we postpone the dream to the following year. And the beginning of the year, we start again with passion. We start again with zeal. But as the year goes to an end, as the time passes by, we lose focus on that dream. And it becomes a cycle that there is, there is this dream God has placed in your heart. But... <clears throat> You don't see the dream coming to pass or you don't see yourself pursuing that dream because there are things that hinder you from fulfilling that dream. And this morning, we are just going to discuss um, the things that hinder us from fulfilling the dream. Um, we're going to use next Sunday to talk about how to fulfill the dream or the price to pay for the dream. And then after that, we'll talk about restoration. And so Joseph had a dream. And because he had a dream, his brothers hated him for the dream. His brothers didn't like him because he had a dream. But at the end of the day, we know that the dream that Joseph had came to pass. But between the time that he had the dream and the time that the dream came to pass, there were so many things that happened. He had to walk the walk of faith. He had to re- remain resolute. He had to be disciplined. He had to press on. He had to serve. He even had to be punished for things that he had not done. But he had to continue to trust in God and remain faithful. And these are the the traits that we need if our dreams are going to come to pass. If God has placed a dream in your heart, know that God is committed to fulfilling that dream. God is committed to bring it. 
to pass that dream. And therefore, you have to cooperate with God to bring that dream to pass. And so this morning, I just want to stir up our faith again and stir up our focus. Let's not wait for the year and start making New Year resolutions. Let's decide from this time. Let's begin to lay down the foundation that we are going to commit ourselves to pursuing our dream. We are going to commit ourselves to do something that counts for our lives. We are going to con- we are going to commit ourselves to live a life that will be we want to be remembered for. We will live we want to commit ourselves to do something that when we stand before God, we'll be able to give an account of what we have, what we did during our time on the earth. And so whatever dream that God has placed on your, in your heart, you should know that you don't give up. You don't throw in the towel and you don't say that it's impossible or it's too big or it's, 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 you, you cannot reach it or you cannot do it. But trust God that he's able to bring to pass anything that he commits to us. Now, one of the hindrances to the fulfillment of our dream is, is the fear of failure. The fear of failure will keep us away from even trying. The fear of failure will keep us away from even starting. The fear that we are not going to succeed. The fear that it's not going to turn out the way we expect. The fear that we are not going to succeed will keep us away from even trying and making an attempt to fulfill the dream that God has for us. Many people have not even tried. Many people have not stepped out in faith because they were afraid that they were going to fail. Because they were afraid that people were going to laugh at them when things don't work out. They were afraid of what people are going to say if things doesn't turn out the way they expected or the way they had envisioned or the way they had dreamed. Joseph had a dream that he was going to be a leader, that he was going to be a ruler, that his brothers were going to bow to him. The fear of failure will keep you away from even trying. The fear of failure will keep you away from even attempting. In Matthew chapter 25 verse 24, when we talk about the parable of the talent, the one who received one talent, the Bible says, the, he said to the Lord, Lord, I knew, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered. I will, and I was afraid and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Fear will cause you to hide the talent. Fear fear of failure will cause you to hide your talent. Fear of failure will cause you not to even attempt, but at all costs, attempt to do something for God. At all costs, just start whatever it is. Many a times, even in my life, I I found out that any time I started, not having everything figured out, not having all the resources from the beginning to the end. But anytime I started, God came through for me. Anytime I started, God saw me till the end. And so I can tell you for a fact that when you start, even without enough resources, you start and you don't know how it's going to end or how it's going to turn out. Start and just trust God to see you through. Because faith is not when you have all the resources before you start. Faith is starting with whatever you have and trusting God to supply. And our walk is a walk of faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. And so you might be waiting for everything to be in place. You might be waiting for a nice weather before you set out. But if you wait for a nice weather before you set out, the weather might not, might never be nice in your lifetime. And you get old and tell people, 
that you had this in mind and you wanted to do this and you wanted to do that, but you were not able to do it. But if you, even if you try and it doesn't turn out the way you were expecting, you tried. You stepped out. You did something. Your life counted for something. You spent your days trying to do something. And so don't let the fear of failure keep you away from any dream that you have in your heart. Any dream that God has played, placed in your heart, pursue that dream. Don't give up. Don't let the fear of failure. The fear of failure. God, Bible tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear. And so whenever you are afraid that you are going to fail, it does not come from God. Whenever you are afraid that the results will not be what you expect and own, it does not come from God. You just have to step out and trust God that he will come through for you. In, in 2 Kings chapter 7, the Bible tells us about four lepers who were sitting at the entrance of the gate to the city. There was famine in the city. And so these four lepers were sitting at the gate and they said to one another, why sit here and die? You see, if you don't step out, if you don't move, you are just going to live your life, spend your life and leave this earth. And so just like the lepers, the lepers said, why should we sit here and die? Why should we just wait doing nothing and just spend our lives on earth without doing anything? So this, this leprous people said, why should we sit here? And if we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. If we shall, and we shall die. And if we sit here, we shall also die. Now, therefore, come. Let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us, if they keep us alive, we shall leave. But if they kill us, we shall only die. They are saying that the results remain the same. Nothing is going to change if we don't make any move. If we don't take the first step, nothing is going to change. Our life will remain the same. So why don't we take the, the step now? If you don't take that step towards the vision, towards the dream that you have, nothing is going to change. Your story remains the same. But if you take a move, if you make a move or you take a step, you have the chance of surviving. You have the chance of succeeding. At least you are taking a chance that you are going to excel. And so take that chance. And many times the people who say, if we perish, we perish. If we die, we die in the Bible. Those people, they never perish because they trusted in God, because they moved in the direction God wanted them to move. Because they stepped out in faith, God made sure to honor their faith. And so this leprous man said, if we sit here, if we sit in our current condition, take the, the, the advice from these people. They are saying, if you remain in this current condition, nothing is going to change. The story remains the same. The outcome of the story will not change. But if you make a move, you are giving yourself a chance of succeeding. And therefore, make that move. Pursue that dream. Go after whatever passion, whatever desire God has placed in your heart. Because you are taking a chance. You are making a move. You are stepping out in faith. And God is going to honor your faith. And when these guys stepped out in faith, you know the end of the story. That they, God magnified their weak steps. As you step out in faith, as you are making a move towards your destiny, towards your purpose, towards your dream, God is going to magnify every tiny step that you take. In your eyes, that step is not enough. That step is weak. But these weak people, when people because when the Bible says these are leprous people, it means they had leprosy right from their, their, their from from the crown of their head to the soles of their feet. They had leprosy, and therefore, it was difficult for them to even walk fast. It was difficult for them to even take firm steps. But they took those weak steps 
towards their dream. They took those weak steps towards their vision. And as they were moving towards their dream and moving towards their vision, taking those weak steps, what happened was that God magnified the steps. God magnified the steps and God continued to magnify. And there was a sound that was being created by the steps that they were taking. If you pursue your dream, if you go after your vision, even though you don't have enough resources, even though you don't know how the outcome is going to turn out, you can just trust in God and take those feeble, weak steps. And God is going to magnify those steps. Trust God that he will magnify every step you take towards the dream. And that those steps are going to create sounds that are going to have an effect into generations that is going to produce results for so many people as these guys were taking those weak steps the steps were creating sounds in the in the ears of the enemy the enemy had those sounds like the a, a mighty army that was coming against them and because these four guys who were weak who were even rejected who were just sitting at the gate of the city because these four people took the step they were able to provide food for a whole nation. Your dream that you have to pursue is not just for you and your family. A lot of people depend on that dream. And the lives of so many generations depend on that dream. And that is why you cannot afford to fail the generation. You cannot afford to fail the people who depend on that dream. These four men thought that what they were going to pursue was for themselves only. But when they got there, they realized that what they have and what they have earned as a result of taking those weak steps was enough to cater for the whole nation. And so they invited the whole nation. By, by so doing, they preserved generations. They preserved families. They were a blessing for families. And through them, people began to thank God. Through them, the word that God has spoken concerning the nation came to pass because these people took a step. Do not be afraid to fail. The fear of failure will keep you away from pursuing whatever dream that God has placed in your heart. You might feel that you are weak. It is enough to take those weak steps. Just continue moving. Just don't stand there. Don't be afraid that you are going to fail. A lot of people have died without fulfilling their dreams because they never started. And the reason they never started was because they were afraid that they were going to fail. The fear of failure will keep you away. As you set your heart and prepare to pursue your dreams, don't let the fear of failure keep you away. Just that. Even if you don't have enough resource, even if you, even if you think you don't have it all figured out, start from where you are. Anytime people cried out to God, God pointed them back to what they have and asked them to start from where they are. When Moses was before the Red Sea and he cried out to God, God asked him, what do you have in your hand? When the woman in the book of Kings, said that I, I, I only have small meal that I'll cook with my son and I'll eat. Still, God asks them, what do you have? Every time when we're expecting major breakthroughs from God, when we're expecting God to use us to do great things, he will always start from where we are. He will always start from what we have. And therefore, do not be afraid to start from where you are and to start with what you have. As you take those steps, God is going to magnify those steps. The next thing that keeps us away from fulfilling our dream is failure. The first one is the fear of failure. The second one is failure itself. 
sometimes as we set out to pursue our dream, we have setbacks in the form of failure. But that is not the end. The Bible says whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And so if your dream is born of God, whatever is born of God means that whatever emanates from God, whatever has its source from God overcomes the world. And so if your dream has its source from God, it will overcome every challenge. If your dream emanates from God, it will overcome every failure. Don't let failure stop you. You tried and you failed and therefore you feel like, oh, at least I tried. But don't let that stop you. Paul said, one thing I do, forgetting the things that are behind, I press towards the mark. I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ. So continue to press towards the goal. Yes, you attempted it. Yes, you failed. But that is not enough. You see, because we have our source from God, because God is our father, God does not create things that are failures. And so failure is an event. It's not a person. You cannot describe yourself as, as failure. It might be an event that happened, but that is not you. That is not your identity because you come from God. Because you have your source from God. You have the nature and the character of God. If God has not failed and if God does not fail, then you cannot fail. If you have the nature and the character of God, the God who created the heavens and the earth. We cannot describe him as a failure. And that is why you cannot be described as a failure. So whatever thing you attempted this year and you didn't get the results that you were expecting or the outcome wasn't what you were expecting, do it again. Try it again and trust God that you are going to excel, that God is going to help you excel. The next hindrance to the fulfillment of our dream is discouragement. One discouragement that comes from other people. In Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 1 to 3, when Nehemiah set out to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem and to rebuild the temple and reorganize the people and bring them back to worship God, the Bible says that there were people who were not happy. So in verse 1, but it also happened when Sambalat heard that we are rebuilding the wall that he was furious and indignant and mocked the Jews. Why would somebody be furious and be angry that these people are coming together to rebuild the walls and to bring to build protection for their for, for their nation? So Bible says that and he spoke before his brethren and the army of the Samaria of Samaria and said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Would they fortify themselves? Would they offer sacrifices? Would they complete it in a day? Would they receive the stones from the heaps of the rubbish? The stones that are burned. Now Tobiah, the Ammonite, was beside him and he said, Whatever they build, if even a fox goes up on it, he will break it down. He will break down their stone wall. He's saying that even if a fox usually... Just to give you a little background, in those days, every nation, the army or the, the defense of every nation depends on their wall. And so if a nation has a strong wall, then they have a strong defense. And it, was, it, it brought honor to the nation. And so when these Jewish people who had come from captivity decided to rebuild their nation and to rebuild their walls, this guy said, even if a fox jumps over it, it is going to break. 
Many times when you set out to do something and you discuss your dream with certain people, you have, you'll be discouraged. I remember several years ago, I said I was going to do something. I was going to write um, an examination. And everybody I told at that time said, oh, he knows somebody who attempted writing the exams and did not pass. He, uh, he knows somebody who attempted writing and is still writing it. He knows somebody who is still who has, has been struggling to write it. Almost everyone, I spoke to maybe three or four people, they told me the same thing. Oh, that exam is too difficult. <laughs> and sometimes when you set out to do something, you have people who discourage you. People who tell you, they will, they will point out to you others who attempted to do it and they failed. But you have to be resolute and trust in God. Because sometimes God will also connect you to people who, who the same thing that you are trying to do, they have also done it and excel. So you look for those people and be encouraged by those people. If somebody has done it, if somebody has excelled, then you can also do it. Don't listen to the voice of people who tell you that you cannot do it, who tell you that you are going to fail. When Jeremiah and, when Nehemiah and the people came back and they were going to build the wall, these people, Sambalat, Tobiah, Sambalat was angry that they were going to rebuild the wall. And he described them as feeble Jews. He said they didn't have the strength to do it. They didn't have the materials. They didn't have the fortitude. They didn't have the skill. They didn't have the know-how. He doesn't think that they, they, they can rebuild the wall. And Tobiah said, listen, even if they rebuild the wall, what they build will not be strong enough. What they build will not count for anything because even if when a fox, it means when the wind, the fox jumps over it and the wind blow, the wind around the fox blows the wall down, the, uh, blows against the wall, the wall is going to fall down. The wall is going to break. And so they, they wanted to discourage the people. But the Bible says, Nehemiah stood up and said, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. And so we will arise and build. Trust that the God of heaven will prosper you. Are there any things, any goals that you set for yourself in the beginning of the year? Any dream that you had that you have failed to pursue because of discouragement? That you have failed to pursue because you failed in an attempt or because you are afraid that you are going to fail. Today, I want you to revive that dream. I want you to tell yourself again that the God of heaven will prosper you. So you will arise and build. You will arise and take that step. You will arise and seek information and do what God has asked you to do. All of us, God places dreams in our heart. God puts things in our heart. God whispers things in our heart that we are supposed to do. That our life on earth is supposed to count for something. That at least during our lifetime on earth, we just didn't spend our lifetime on, on earth working and making money. But we spent our lifetime doing something that, that God wanted us to do. Doing, some, doing something that is going to count for the next generation. Doing something that we can stand before God and say, yes, God, this is what I did with my life on earth because whatever we are doing, the money that we are looking for, the things, the joy that we are pursuing, all the material things that we are going after, they will not count in the life after. They will not count in our after our life here on earth. And that is why we must not allow discouragement. We must not allow people to discourage us from pursuing that dream. The people said that if a fox jumps over the wall, the wall is going to break. But let's trust God that the God of heaven, he will prosper our work and therefore we will arise and build. 
The next thing, <clears throat> hindrance to the fulfillment of our dream, is opposition. Almost every godly dream has faced opposition. Look through the Bible from the beginning to the end. Every godly dream, any vision that God gave someone, has faced opposition. Right from Abraham, Jacob, Joseph, Isaac, David. All of them went through opposition. Jesus went through opposition. You might think that Jesus being the son of God, nobody was supposed to oppose him. Because it was the perfect plan of God. He came not doing any evil, but sharing the gospel. Healing people and providing for the needs of people. And you think that everyone will like this man who prays for the blind to see, who pray, who play, who prays for the lame to walk. Everyone is going to like him just because he's doing good things. He's not doing any evil. He's just helping people. When somebody's daughter was dead, he would just pray and the person will come back to life. So you would think that everybody will like him. But he still faced opposition. And, and, and sometimes the people who oppose him also thought that they were doing the will of God. And they were doing something for God. And so every godly dream will face opposition. Opposition will come in so many forms. Spiritual opposition or physical opposition. But you have to remain resolute. Nehemiah, after Sambalat and Tobiah tried to discourage them, but they still strengthened their hands and continued to work. The Bible says in verse 7 of Nehemiah chapter 4, now it happened when Sambala, Tobiah, the Arabs, and the Ammonites, and the Ashdodites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to be closed, that they became very angry. And all of them conspired to- together to come and attack Jerusalem and to create confusion. Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God. And because of them, we set a watch against them day night so when they saw that these guys even though they tried to discourage them but they continue to work and to build now they saw that these guys were making progress so they decided that they were going to oppose them listen any dream that god gives you is going to be opposed by satan is going to be opposed by th- things are not just going to fall in place things are not just going to happen because god has given you a dream joseph had a dream the dream was coming from god his own brothers opposed him. The dream was coming from God. God was committed to, to bringing the dream to pass. But God used the opposition to bring that dream to pass. The Bible says everything is working together. God is able to make things work together for our good. So even though the people thought that they were opposing Joseph, his brothers thought that they were opposing him. The people thought that they were opposing Jesus and they were going to kill him and end that dream and end that vision. But what they did was that in killing Jesus Christ, they expanded the vision. In killing Jesus Christ, they ensured that the vision will come to pass. And so when you face opposition, what Nehemiah said, he said, nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God. So when they were going through opposition and they were going through persecution, what they did, was to make their prayer to God and they set themselves 
that they were going to work day and night. They were going to watch over what they were building. They were going to watch over that dream. They are not just going to give up the dream because they are facing opposition, but they were going to watch over the dream day and night. They were going to ensure and guard that dream that it was going to come to pass. Whatever dream God has placed in your heart, when you face opposition, pray and guard that dream. Protect and preserve that dream because God is committed to bringing into pass that dream. Another hindrance to the dreams and to the visions and to the purpose that God places in our heart is lack of preparation. When we make our New Year resolution, we write beautiful things. We set visions and dreams and the words are so beautiful and very catchy. But we never set time to prepare. This year, I've decided that preparation that is done in January is too late. And so as the year is going to an end, you start your preparation for next year. It's too late to wait to January before you start preparing. Whatever thing you want to do in 2024, start preparing as the year is going to an end. Get the right information. Get the resources. Get the things that you need. Do the spiritual preparation that you need for next year as the year is going to an end. Don't wait till January 2024 before you start preparing. Or don't wait till 31st December 2023 and then you start preparing. Start your preparation now. Every major thing needs preparation. Every relevant thing that has been done on earth had a lot of preparation in it, a lot of planning in it. And that's why I always say that look at the athletes who run in the Olympics game. Their performance is just two minutes, but they spend time, or sometimes even under two minutes or under three minutes, but they spend so many months preparing for that race that is just going to be like two minutes or three minutes. And therefore, anything that is going to be relevant, anything that is going to be significant, anything that is going to touch lies and have an impact will require preparation. The Bible tells us to go to the ant. And consider his ways. That even though the ant does not have a captain, does not have an overseer, does not have a ruler, they provide their supplies in summer. They gather their food in harvest. So when, when it's summer, they are preparing for winter. They are not just waiting for winter. They are not waiting for a day before, before winter. Then they start preparing. They start preparing in summer, gathering their food for the winter because they know that the winter is going to come. And so we learn from their ways that even though they don't have a captain, they are the captains over their own life. Even though they don't have an overseer, they are the overseers over their own life. They don't have a ruler. They are the rulers over their own life. What a captain does is that a captain will lead the team. A captain will instruct you on what to do and how to, um, how to go about what to do. But if you don't have a captain, then you must instruct yourself. You lead yourself. Leadership starts from leading yourself. And therefore, every dream that you have, if the dream is going to be relevant, if it's going to have an impact in the lives of people, then it requires preparation. And this year, in 2024, don't wait till December the 1st before you start preparing. Don't wait for January. Usually we do spiritual preparations in January for the year. But that is one month we have spent in preparing. This year we have to prepare as the year is going to an end. 
all the spiritual preparation that we need to do, we have to do it now. So whatever dream we have in 2024, the preparation must start now. Lack of preparation will hinder you from fulfilling the dream that God has given you. The next thing or the next hindrance to the dream that God has given us is distractions. When Sambalat, Tobias, realized that they could not discourage the people, when they opposed them and they realized that they did not succeed, now they wanted to distract them. So they said to them, Come, let us meet together among the villages in the plain of Ono. But they taught to themselves to do us harm. So I sent messengers, this Nehemiah saying, talking. So I sent messengers to them saying, I am doing a great work so that I cannot come down. You have to see that the work you are doing is great. And don't allow people and things to distract you. Distractions sometimes will come as opportunities. There might be positive distractions and negative distractions. It is easy to avoid the negative distractions. Because when these people decided that they were going to oppose them, when they decided that they were going to discourage them, they could easily identify that. But this time, they are inviting them to come and meet and have discussions. You might think that it's a good thing. So let's go and meet and have this discussion. But Nehemiah knew that their thoughts was to do them harm because these people had not liked their idea of rebuilding the wall from the beginning. And now that the war is almost done, what, what do they want to discuss? And so you have to pay attention to things that will distract you. Things that will, will cause you to lose focus on the work that you are doing. When distraction come your way, all you have to tell yourself is that you are doing the great work. And so you cannot come down to that level of the distraction. You cannot allow the distraction to cause you to lose focus on what you are doing. Nehemiah sent messengers to them that I am doing a great work. That the work I am doing now is so important. There is no way I can leave that work behind and come after you. People will distract you. Even though people are the same um, 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 conducts that God uses to bless us. Or the same objects that God will use to fulfill, to, to help bring to pass our dream. If you don't take care, people can also distract you. And so don't let distraction. This year, if you measure the dream you had from the beginning of the year, the plans, the purpose, the goals that you set for yourself... And you are able to identify what are the things that hindered me from fulfilling that dream. What are the things that prevented me from pursuing that dream? What were the hindrances? Is it that I wasn't focused enough or I allowed things to distract me? Keep your focus and don't allow distraction. Be able to, you have to be able to identify positive distractions. Even though they might sound like good opportunities. Even though they might sound like an avenue to prove a point, just keep your head focused on what you are doing. See that the work is so great, and so you cannot leave it behind to go after rabbit trails. Another hindrance to our dream, or to the purpose, to the vision that God has given us is procrastination. We continue to postpone. From the beginning of the year, there was something in your heart that you wanted to do. But you kept telling yourself that I'll do it next week. That I'll do it next month. Oh, that I'll do it in three months time. 
you kept procrastinating you kept postponing it and now by the time you realize we are in november we are in, and then december and then you pro, you postpone again to next year start now whatever you want to do do it now like jesus told judas that whatever you want to do do it now so just do it take that step Pre- prepare plan and take that step in ecclesiastes chapter 4 chapter 11 verse 4 the bible says the farmer who waits for pe- for perfect weather never plants so if you are waiting for the perfect weather he's saying that oh let's wait maybe tomorrow the weather is going to be better let's wait maybe next week the weather is going to be better the bible says the farmer who waits for the perfect weather will never plant for they watch every cloud they never harvest so that for if sorry if they watch every cloud they never harvest so when the time to harvest when when it's time to harvest the farmer who was always watching the weather and always postponing the time that he was going to work will not have anything to harvest and so if you had any dream last this year and you kept postponing and you kept telling yourself that you were going to do it later this is the time to step out and start doing it now and trust god that he will help you fulfill that dream procrastination is another hindrance to the dream it will keep us away from fulfilling the dream that god has for us I think this is supposed to be number 9 lack of discipline <clears throat> lack of discipline i guess many a times when the year just resets we all think to ourselves okay i am going to discipline myself make sure that i stay on that one line and then people begin to set um health goals workout goals but because of lack of discipline they are not able to stick to those goals they are not able to stick to that those routines and the things that they're supposed to do to be able to see their fulfillment of their dream lack of discipline will also hinder us from fulfilling the dream maybe you started but you did not stay focused maybe you started but you did not kept on going you did not continue to pursue it and if you don't stay in one line if you don't stay focused your dream will not come to pass. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 4 to 6, the Bible says no one engage in no one engage in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. And also if anyone competes in athletics, he is not crowned until he competes according to the rules. The hard working farmer must be first to partake of the cross now there are three different people who are mentioned in this passage first the soldier is mentioned second the athlete is mentioned third the farmer is mentioned when you look at these three people what they have all have in common is discipline without discipline you cannot be enlisted as a soldier if you are an athlete and you are not disciplined if you don't commit and compete according to the rules you will not receive the crown and if you are a farmer 
and you are not disciplined to know when to sow your crops and when to weed around your crops and when to go in and harvest, you are not going to be a successful farmer. And so Paul said, one thing that I do is that I discipline myself and keep my body under subjection. If we let loose of our body, our body is not going to lead us to the purpose of God or to the will of God. What we have to do is to keep our body under subjection. We have to discipline ourselves and discipline our body so that we can see the fulfillment of our dream. This morning, I just want to stare again and remind you that you have a dream, that God has given you a dream. God has given you a desire. God has put a seed in your heart and God is counting on you to bring to pass that dream. As you spend your life here on earth, may it count for something. May your life here on earth, when you leave the scene and you are no more here, how would you want people to remember you? Live the life that you want to be remembered for. Live the life that will leave a legacy. Live a life that will pursue the desire and the will of God. And whatever thing God has placed in your heart, commit your time to pursuing that desire. Again, don't let these factors that we have mentioned hinder you. The fear of failure, failure, lack of discipline, or procrastination, distractions, opposition, lack of preparation, or discouragement. Don't let these things hinder you from fulfilling your dream. Whatever dream that God has given you, know that God is committed to fulfilling that dream. Next week, we are going to talk about paying the price to fulfill your dream. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We thank you. Father, we pray for a revival for every dream, every vision, every purpose that you have placed in the heart of anyone under the sound of my voice. Lord, I pray in Jesus' mighty name for grace. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, for the grace to be disciplined. We pray in Jesus' mighty name of God for the grace to fulfill that dream, to pursue that dream in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for this morning. Thank you, Father, for the purpose that you have placed in our hearts. As we commit ourselves, we pray that you cause men, you bring helpers our way who help us in fulfilling that dream. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you so much for joining.